Sorry, can't go back. We only move forward. We're like a shark. If we were to stop, we'd die. Hello, um, leprechauns. (laughs) (sighs) Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark. But it starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. And this is today's question. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Travis. Uh, This is John from Atlanta. And I'm calling you guys on the back of the Braves losing to the Dodgers. Uh, My question for you today is, what should Atlanta fans do besides watching sports? Because we know what the Braves just did. We know what the Falcons record is this season. We know what Atlanta United's record is this season. We know who the Hawks are. The dream are awesome, but we know who their owner is. So what should Atlanta fans do besides watch sports? Because it's not for us. <laughs> love you guys mean it. Oh, my God. I love you, and I mean it, John. What a great voicemail. Uh if no one's ever told you before, which probably isn't true, you have a great voice. That was my response. Yeah, Just our podcast is very top. quiet, so I feel bad for people at home uh, that might not have maybe heard that. But it's from what I could hear, that's like a nice voice. I would like to listen to that voice. Travis, can you like bump up his audio and edit so that everyone can be uh, – thumbs up doesn't work on a podcast, man. <laughs> It's every week. It's a lesson that Travis learns every week is that your visual cues, while while great, are not coming across to anyone but us. And then people are like, I think his mic is really bad. And while true, it's also that you speak with your hands solely. No noise comes out of your mouth. I will bump the audio up. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, you know, so much. Um, by the I way, Travis, off, get... I thought that was off pod conversation that you wanted that to. That explains do. a lot. That yeah. explains a lot. Um, great news, separate um, from John's amazing question. Travis is getting a microphone as soon oh. as Daniel Cormier sends it to him in the mail. So... I'm sorry? Yeah. I'm he's, sorry? He's yep. got an extra mic apparently, so they're having him mail it and to so me. And so he gave it away to a random person? What? No, he has like an extra one. He doesn't need it or something. So they're gonna instead of like mail it back to ESPN, they're gonna have it mailed oh, to me. I thought and this I'm was like a that... program where like famous people send children in the country <laughs> microphones. I was like, good for Daniel Court. I didn't know he was into that sort of charity stuff. And I'm just hoping that he's What's not like you because I feel like you would delay mailing it like a month or two. Uh oh. Okay. Katie, yeah. <laughs> what, if I had an extra mic and I had to send it back? If, like, Travis was waiting for you to mail him a microphone? If I knew somebody was waiting, you'd get it sooner. But I think if I'm – are we trying to figure out how long it's going to take him to do it? That's yeah. where you're trying – if it were me and – I, it, like, right now I have someone's equipment that's supposed to go back. <laughs> I'm like, it's, I can't fit this all into one pelican. from July? I need a second bird. Uh, no, it's from, um, it's from the Call of Duty stream. Oh, okay. It's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. And also, they haven't, like, told me that it's time. So I'm just waiting for that. Oh, that's fair. Anyway, John, please. We love this man, and we were just so rude to him by not answering his question and discussing literally anything else for Mm -hmm. a few minutes there. Uh, The great question, it's kind of a question, but he's also making a great point, which is that sports are not for Atlanta. No. No, that's that's bullcrap. What's bullcrap? It's he all brought, Smurf. He, if he you're gonna, up, <laughs> he brought up Atlanta United. They just won a title a few years ago. The, so? Braves, the Braves won on ninety five, and they've been competitive. If your if your disagreement with sports aren't for Atlanta is a passionate plea that their MLS team won 
a couple years ago. That's your, that's your, that's not true. You guys are great at sports. Remember when your major league soccer team, what's up? He mentioned Atlanta United. Not I know. He said this record this season. Right now. Because when you're an Atlanta fan, what you have to know is no matter how good it was just moments ago, it's going to be very, very, very bad. That's their whole way of playing football games. It's like, I understand the first half went well. I understand Atlanta United recently kind of won a championship. I understand. But everything's going to get bad in a minute for Atlanta United. It just has to. Because would you, sports would you, for Atlanta. Would you rather be competitive and have epic collapses or just be bad and never win forever? Because the Braves did win in 95. So it's not like they've gone generations without that big titles. 25 years ago. It's crazy. What you just said. <laughs> it's nuts to me that that was 25 years ago. I 1995. To, to me, I'm like, oh, 10 years ago? <laughs> it's always been 10. Once we hit 2000, I stopped adding on. I'm like, yeah, it's anything before 2000 was 10 years ago. <laughs> what if instead they watched the show Atlanta? Well, see, I, this is, you're joking, but this is kind of what I was thinking is like, maybe Atlanta is just not meant to do sports because their their culture is so rich in everything else already. That's true. Food. So you've got a great music, music. scene. You've got a great food scene. Like it, this is you got like a TV show. I guess like you've it's got a lot. Of, yes, you have a thank you, Ashley. <laughs> Holy cow! I can't believe you were the one who brought that up. I was waiting Ashley, for someone else to. We do could it. just pretend it was my voice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't really. Katie, okay. great point. Thank you so much, Travis. You can just leave leave that all in. Let's confuse the people. <laughs> But maybe it's just like, why you don't have time for sports. It's kind of similar to how I feel sometimes with people in LA and why uh, their sports culture isn't as strong as it could be given their teams. And I know that's going to make them mad, but it's like, they have other stuff to do. They could go be outside. (laughs) We like football here makes sense because we're like, it's Sunday. It's, it's cold most of the time. Like, I'm going to just uh, not leave the house and wear sweatpants and watch this sport. Whereas in LA, it's like, man, I could have gone on a hike today. And instead, I'm a piece of garbage who sat on the couch and watched football. Like the days when it's nice out and we watch football, you feel a little bit more guilty than when it's garbage outside. And I think that's why. So point is, long point is, maybe sports just aren't for Atlanta. But can you guys keep playing them? Because I like the I like playing against you. <laughs> we would not have. That's also another way to look at it. As the losers, you have provided this like fascinating storyline. People talk about you. Nobody will ever forget you're in the league. Did you see the Falcons Twitter account last night? Yeah, yeah, and that I love that. I love them owning the like we we know we know we get it. Uh, it's incredible for anybody who didn't see it the monday night score was 28 to 3 and the falcons twitter tweeted out don't add us we get it or we know (laughs) or whatever like it's very very funny well done social media very very funny um so yeah watch atlanta listen to john's radio show that we're gonna yeah that we're gonna go fund me for he's actually guys this is where we announce i guess this is official pie business john (laughs) is the new host of the second podcast that we're gonna do every week it's uh it's not us and john it's just Just john John. and all it is is he's going to reenact and play every part 
He's just going to read you a transcript of the first podcast of the week, but it's just in his voice. So it'll just be a John cast. So if you like our content, but can't stand our annoying voices, well, then are you going to love the John cast? It's called Katie Ashley with John. Please subscribe, like, and subscribe on all platforms. Uh, I know we, this is a perfect bow that we put on the end of this and we can move on. But the only thing that might disprove my wonderfully laid out argument is college sports. Don't forget, if you have a question Ooh. that you can always leave up a voicemail at 860-506-5571. That's your best in quite some That was time. really good. I, I credit John for inspiring me. Personally. I mean, he just makes us want to soar and yeah. rise. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. We're doing a morning podcast. I know. And I'm very grateful to you. Thank you. Oh, don't thank me because I am very apologetic to both of you that the way my brain works is that when we're like, so the new pod will come out Tuesdays, Thursdays. And I'm like, cool. We always record on Tuesdays. <laughs> and then we did the live pod on a Tuesday last week, which because I don't think point is, <laughs> I thought we were recording Tuesday, Thursday. Uh at the time of recording yesterday, <laughs> probably 20 minutes after it was supposed to start, yeah. I got from Ashley a, you coming? We're running out of small talk. <laughs> and I was genuinely, I was in the middle of a conversation with Dan and I went, my, I just, my jaw dropped and I said, hold on. I put my hand in the air and I'm like, what? I think I'm, I think I'm doing something right now. <laughs> and he was like, no, I'm doing something right now. I'm actually in the middle of the radio show. I was just coming out to make a coffee. And I was like. No, I'm supposed to do my I'm, I'm my podcast is right now. <laughs> Freaking out. So the fact that you just said thank you for doing it in the morning. No, I'm here because I f***ed up real smurfed. bad. Smurfed up. I smurfed up. I have one thing to do and it's this and I it's I still will find a way to not know what day it is in quarantine. <laughs> You left Ashley to just sit here and talk with me. Clearly, she's like, all right, Katie, come save me. I know. That's the thing I feel most bad about. I could have let, if I had known I was going to screw up, like if this was on purpose, I could have just texted you and been like, I'm bailing today. But instead, golly, it's, I was saying yesterday, Dan was trying to describe the anxiety. I'm like, it's similar to, but a little bit below when you wake up in the morning, when you have to wake up for something and you wake up and you know immediately that you slept through your alarm and you did not wake up for that thing that those anxieties are similar when you're sitting on the couch not doing anything and you go i'm supposed to be doing something it's a it's like whoa it sucks there was a i had a doctor's appointment a couple weeks ago and i like called a number and it wasn't working and i like looked at my calendar and i was like wait a minute was this supposed to be in person instead of a telemed and it was Oh no! And I, I was like frantically calling, and I was like, "I'm supposed to." I waited like months to get the appointment. Oh god! And I, and I got screwed out of it because I'm an idiot. And I hadn't, I didn't, hadn't been doing anything all day. Like I could have gone. I just thought it was a telemed, and it was a a face to face one. I'll tell you the silver lining of it happening to you that you should always feel a little bit proud of is that you aren't ever late for things. You aren't unreliable when it comes to like time. And so when it happens to you, people are, you probably will get the benefit of the doubt. I have lost the benefit of the doubt years and years ago. (laughs) So when I, the first thing my brain does is like, they hate you. No. You do this. I know, I know you don't. I mean, in literally in general in my life, anytime I miss something, I'm like, whoever it is that you're letting down right now is going, 
Why is she like this? When really this is the one time that I should be like, this is okay. You know what I mean? When you're mm-hmm. like, this one was a screw up. I got to it being late all the time. It really sucks for me. Okay. <laughs> being late all the time isn't, is, is me problem. I will me. say morning energy, Katie though, is it is great. I love it very much. I mean, you crash and then have to sleep for like six hours afterwards, but I enjoy it. It's I'm fun. going to, yeah, I'm going to go back to sleep as well. I, uh, yeah, no, I woke up early enough to get in a quick workout. So we're feeling good. We're feeling loose. Um, uh, I don't want to like what's happening. Brag, brag, okay. but I like sweat intentionally recently. I excuse me. Yeah. I wouldn't I, call it a workout. Cause I just walked. I wouldn't call it bragging. Cause I'm getting upset. I walked for three miles. Three whole miles yeah. to where? Well, I was on a treadmill, so nowhere. On um, purpose? Yeah. Even well, well, I watched The Bachelorette. I walked on a treadmill. Okay, that actually, I respect that. Yeah. But were, how fast were you walking? Not that fast. You just were, because I bet walking It was like an indoors, hour and 16 I minutes. I more walking indoors than I do outside. Yeah. Because I've tried to get a random breeze, especially right now. Man, can we talk about how we're in the best weather of the year right now? It's, it happens for three days. We get three days of this. But in my mind or in a mythical imagination place that I have, we used to get that weather for like a month. Uh, yeah, I think global months. warming is kind of yeah, climate but change. But I'm, I'm based on like uh, no actual data. I'm just thinking my in my memory, I used to love fall. And I feel like fall and spring both are like collapsing in and they're becoming weeks instead of days. And it stinks because I don't like either extreme temperature. I know there's some people who are like, I'm a cold person and I'm a hot person. I'm like, no, I love, I love like a crisp. Crisp is the best day adjective, Mm -hmm. I think. Nobody truly loves. But you have a, but you have a sweatshirt on and maybe shorts, but like. That's my favorite. Yeah. Either like pants and like a t-shirt or like shorts and a hoodie is just like, ugh. It was like 62 yesterday when I walked Myrtle and the sun was out and I was like, this is it. This, I want to live in this weather every day. And I miss that it used used to be more days, I think. Nobody truly loves hot weather unless they're like by a pool or beach. If they say they do. I don't know. People live in Arizona and I hear it's on purpose. (laughs) They always claim it's, it's like the dry heat always say that and also i mean i've only been in new orleans once so it's a very <sighs> random reference that i don't i couldn't do that weather it was hot and wet mm. like really wet and i was like this it might have just been like a, a record high or something we might have just been there during weird but weather what if you never get snow? and sometimes that miami humidity well how do you breathe it's crazy it's what were nuts. we talking about Why is this here? uh can we discuss the live podcast and how much fun it was? <laughs> it feels like it was so long ago. <laughs> I was just saying, it feels like it was two weeks ago. I don't yeah. understand why. That was the um, that was the best. I had so much fun. So much, and we couldn't see you guys. I know we said that a lot, mm-hmm. and I thought that would affect me. I thought I'd be like, it's not going to feel like a live podcast because it's going to look just like the regular podcast that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, it did. It affected me. I I felt like alive. I had I like. I also love that they found out that it is your phone that always vibrates ah! during the podcast. 
on top of I her always snorting. I saw people commenting on it. They were like, oh, so it's Ashley whose phone's always going off during the pod. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. God. I tried. I put it somewhere else so we wouldn't hear yeah. it. That's my bad. True. You, it sounded like you put it on the microphone. It today. was, well, it was, yeah, I mean, it was, it's fine. It doesn't matter. How much fun did you have? I had a blast. I think uh, just seeing, I mean, again, not to brag, but seeing how many of our listeners like showed up and like showed out was insane it to was me. crazy like they get they tell you before you do it and it's smart to do that that like uh when when there's a live event and it's free and it's on the internet like people will sign up even if they're not sure they're like no one's checking their calendar to see if they can sign up for a free event and then they might go oh my god i have that thing oh that sucks i really wanted to go to that live podcast but i can't so they were like, if it if the numbers drop off or if it's not that many people, it's okay, mm-hmm. whatever. That's also what threw me off at the beginning because they were like, we're going to put up the splash screen of your logo. We're going to wait as people trickle in and then we're going to send you a request to turn on your video. So I'm like, okay. They go to the thing. It's eight o'clock. I'm like, let me open my pod doc. And all of a sudden it's like, we want to do your video. And I was like, uh. Yeah, I thought we had to wait a few minutes. We come back, the videos are on, it's just me. And I was like, is something up? Did you guys know something? There's a, a video, I mean, a number at the top of the people who are in the chat. And I thought that's where the number of attendees was going to be. And it said, like, attendees without video, seven. And I was like, what's up? What's happening? <laughs> then I hovered over the bottom and it was like, there's 1,500 people here. And I was like... Ah, uh, hello. What what is happening? Hello. I was. It was crazy. Point is, you guys came. You came very. This is. Oh, let me use a word. You guys showed up. <laughs> you showed up fast, and you showed up for a really long time. You came early. You came hard. You came strong. Yes, yes. You came for like a really long time. <laughs> Uh, Travis has left. Again, he's doing a lot of visual comedy today. Uh, but you did all three of those things. And uh, it, it filled me with so much joy. And I kept checking. Shut up, Travis. I kept checking the number of people that were there, expecting it to be like, okay, we're down to a thousand. And after this two hour, two and a half hour podcast, you got, it was still like 1,500 people. Um, I tried to look at the chat that we'd made afterwards. Mm-hmm. It, I, it, I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't look into how Discord works. I'm telling you that I was getting ready to do the podcast. And I was like, oh, Discord. That's a Because I was like, the world should have a Reddit, but for a chat room. And then I was like, oh, I think that's what Discord is. But I'd only ever vaguely heard about it, like, associated with video games and stuff. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Dan, then my brain remembered that Dan had mentioned doing one for, like, his podcast at some point. Um, whatever. So I go to the website. I It's too much. I'm like, I don't have time to understand it. Let me just make one. And then uh, and then somebody will tell me if this isn't how this works. Uh, that's not how it works. Because the <laughs> chat, I didn't set any sort of a slowdown. So when I, whenever anybody in the chat hit enter on what they said, it popped up. And so it was just a bunch of like, it was wild. 
<laughs> it was so fun and so crazy. And I'm, I don't think anything bad happened on it, but like that, I love you guys so much that we could, we have this kind of audience where we can be like, here's a thing. Be smart and safe. And <laughs> Cause I don't know what I'm doing. And then that happens. Like that is, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to curb my enthusiasm about it because I know that on the internet, these communities are rare and they don't always last forever. But like acknowledge that we're in that really cool moment right now and it feels really awesome. And most other things in my life, not to bleed into a mental health update, most other things in my life right now, there isn't that like really awesome. We're not, I'm not in the awesome part of it, but in this pot, like in this podcast, we are in the awesome part of it right now. And like today I'm trying to do, to look at that and like doing the live podcast was like, yes, yes. Like my fingers were tingling. Like I was so excited because like you guys were there and I knew that you were, I was hoping that you were being super positive with each other. And there was like a, I didn't want to do the live pod without the ability for people that listen to our podcast to talk to each other. Because weirdly, the way that people say, like, New York is a main character in Sex and the City, like, I think that you guys are, like, a main character on this podcast. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Because I think about our audience and the and the community that we have when we do this. Like, I, I always randomly will just be like, oh, yeah, Mariah's going to love that. Like, those are just, like, that's how I met Mariah and Camille was through just, like, fandom. But I don't even consider them that way anymore. Mm-hmm. I It's like, I don't know. I just love, I think that this community is so great and we all need to acknowledge that something may happen to it, but right now we're in it. This is like if your parents were about to get divorced, but you knew. What? Like it, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. But we're, not, that what? sounds too specific, like you and I are getting a divorce. It's not that kind of a metaphor. I just mean like if somebody could have told you like, hey kid, these next two months, this rules, like enjoy this. Yeah. Not that when, all you, the, when people say like- for the me. golden the golden age and you're like yeah. oh uh, remember when blah 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 we're in the remember when right now yeah, yeah. and yeah. you and wish- we're very grateful for you guys i am so grateful after yeah. the life but i couldn't fall asleep like i stayed up until like 12 30 in the morning just like reading stuff trying to go through the discord like looking at the reddit like i was just like so fired up like with this energy and adrenaline and I, it just it was such an awesome experience I really it was enjoyed so it. Fun. It was so fun to watch you guys like make it with us because that's how it should be. I wish we could do that every week. That being said, we are going to try to do them again. Yeah. It was really good. And like <clears throat> it was pretty good for the network as well. So sure that's was. I can't see why they wouldn't be interested. But you guys, you you rule. Like you uh don't need us to tell you that, but you rule. We love you and we mean it. And and Ashley's really sorry about asking me to be Sebastian. <laughs> um, I know we were all thinking it in the moment. I know we were all wondering how I was going to play it. Luckily, I don't have a Jamaican accent in my repertoire. And so we didn't have to. I just did it poorly until I bailed on it. <laughs> so we love you. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and yeah that's i felt like both mental health update and friendly banter unless you had something else you wanted to banter about the only the only thing i wanted to address is is the kate tober is that what they're calling it residency on afe 
like the the absolute disrespect. I haven't finished the Voices wow. podcast yet, but the disrespect. Oh, just for anybody who doesn't know, AFE is all fantasy everything. The only other podcast that exists in the world. <laughs> it's hosted by our friend Ian Carmel, and it features our friends uh, David Bory and Sean Jordan. And then another random cast of characters, of which I am now one, uh, and they draft things every week, like a regular, like a fantasy football draft, but instead of football players, it's like things. And so, I know that I probably didn't have to do that, but just in case, it's I okay. Did. So this week, the one that came out last week was Voices, and I haven't finished it yet. And but speaking you, voices, not singing voices. Yeah, and you drafted Doc Emmerich, and it was like crickets, and I was furious. Well, so when I was prepping, because weirdly, I prep really hard for that podcast. Because <laughs> you don't want to leave something on the board. Which is why when people tweet at me, they're like, you forgot this guy. I'm like, no, I didn't. But I can't just read a list of names for 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, the, um, what was I saying? Oh, we talking about Doc Emery. I knew that we were going to, uh, I knew that I had to pick a sports guy. And I was like, Harry Carey is probably the, the pick. And then I was like, you know, Vin, I, somebody could say Vin Scully. And then I was like, yeah, but for me, it's Doc Emmerich. For me, it's uh, Doc because Emmerich it's, too. Because it's just a, it's, he's so, he has, he's a cute voice, I think. I don't know that that makes sense. And I don't mean it in a way to objectify him, though I could. He's not an athlete. <laughs> um, and we will in just a moment. But um, uh, he's just like so sweet. And, I, and, and passionate and excited and smart. And I just think he's the best. And then, and I, so I said it, but nobody watches hockey, I guess. And so they genuinely didn't know. It wasn't like, ah, the hockey guy. I actually don't know what he sounds like. Like if you said to a hockey fan, like, oh, it's Mike Breen for me. And they'd be like, I know him. But what does he sound like? Like, they just didn't know him. It's, which to me is ridiculous. And I was like, well, his name he's is Mike. an icon. We call him Doc. And it was like, anything? Anything, nothing from them. And uh, come to find out this week, like a couple days later, he retired. Yeah. Just yes, yesterday. I'm going to miss him so much. I know, me too. It's like, I, I, uh, I want that man's voice on a loop well, on my let's phone. Well, talk about it. Talking I remembered, and I didn't go back to fact check, but I could. I remembered why we ever talked about Doc Emmerich on this podcast before. <laughs> And the context that I seem to recall, though I, I refuse to accept it because we should have made a much bigger deal about this. <laughs> it should be a running bit that we continue to reference. It's not a bit. What happened was we were talking about hall passes. Yep. Like in our relationships, <laughs> if there were people we had made clear if we had to have one. And you, Ashley, yep. picked Doc Emmerich. I sure did. It's my, my celebrity crush. How did we drop that? Did you ask me off air to please drop it? Because that's the only way I can think that I would have dropped that. No, I I said I like it was like if you wanted to spend a night with someone, I was like, I would like to spend a no. night with Doc Emmerich. No, 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 yes, no, I would. No, I would want no. him to just no, prop himself up on his elbow. You mean like Netflix out of here and just no one said spend a night it was a hall pass i would like a pass to spend my evening however no. i please no. with doc emmerich just imagine the play-by-play -play. the point of the question isn't for you to have sex with this person it is to glean 
something about you, which is why this question exists. Who's your hall pass? And also, who would you have dinner with if you could have dinner with anyone? You're answering that question or no. pretending that that's what you were saying. It Pillow was, talk with Doc Emmerich oh, is different. What? Look. The man is incredible. I love everything about him. Not just the way he sounds, but the words he says. Yeah. That's his He's own great. little, do you think he says like Emmerichisms? In the in the bed times, in the bed times, okay, absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, that, I mean that's what I that's what I'd be asking of him. Her posture to you, dear listener, she is more. She's sitting more confidently than I've ever seen. I <laughs> thought you were going to uh, be petrified by this, but you Walk have this leaned back. into it, and you are mm. now extra confident. Mm, so you want to bang Doc Emmerich, and you said that you're on this one. <laughs> I just want to let everybody know that this is that type of podcast. I mean, his That's schedule just opened up, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> my goodness gracious me. Also, I feel like that was before we had this many listeners. And I think I think people are feeling a little bamboozled right now. I think people are like, this is that kind of podcast? Yeah. I was led to believe otherwise. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Travis is like, I have to go. Travis, who's your hall pass then? No, uh, I yeah. have to already. I don't even know his fun fact yet. Shakira? Yeah, Shakira. That's a good one. Oh my God. It's a very popular one. Oh my God. Also, just, you know, apropos of nothing, happy birthday to Steve, my husband. Happy birthday, Steve. We love you so we much. We love you so much. Unless, so unless she has a hall pass, then what she does? No, 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 no. We list it's happy birthday to <laughs> No, we that's it. That's we shortened it as president. You shortened happy birthday. That's it. No more. Uh, uh, um, all right. So okay, before we move on, you said it already, but official pod business yeah. starting next week. Next, week. Next, which was always the plan. That was starting. always the plan. It's never week. supposed to be this week. Tuesday, Thursday podcast. Nope. Well, yeah, they but release on, on Tuesday, Monday. Thursday. <laughs> to tell them when they take but we need to tell you i know that's why i left it in the dock because i'm like why would they put that in there and i'm like it's for me dummy so uh i left it in the dock we they don't care when we record we're two let's not do to them what happened to me the only dates you guys need to remember are two all right the two ones tuesday and thursday is when the two episodes starting next week will come out what are they gonna be Hmm? i don't well, well it'll be the podcast and then it'll be the John cast. That's right. That's right. It's Katie Ashley hosted by John. <laughs> okay. Today on the podcast, uh, we do have to move a little quickly because again, we had to squeeze this into two people's schedules. Uh, so we are going to obviously tell you every score of every NFL game, which is something that this podcast has always done as we are a source of information. <laughs> then probably going to hit an ad read. Will your ad read come there? I don't know, but we're going to try to put it there. That's where we're going to put it. And then we're going to cover some of the big stories that like we care about. Like there is some crazy stuff <laughs> I can't wait to get to. Um, like something involving Twix. <laughs> And a sports media figure that we will surely spend 20 minutes on. <laughs> and then we're getting a bachelor up, bachelorette update. That's hard after a Nutri-Grain bar. <laughs> a bachelorette update from Ashley featuring mm. Travis, who has watched his second ever episode of The Bachelorette. And I 
Can't wait to ask him questions or try to answer his questions. I am thrilled. And Ashley says there's actually something interesting that happened on The Bachelorette. I didn't watch. I didn't watch it. So I've, <laughs> I'm going to be coming in fresh, which is how I've learned in past seasons. I do like to experience The Bachelorette. <laughs> is actually. So that is your tease. Patriots Broncos. I got closer to the mic for the team that starts with a P. That was Patriots Broncos. <laughs> And by I, I mean whoever does those voiceovers. Those are pretty great. Mm. That was the snooze of a game. It was a weird game. I saw a lot of people saying the Patriots suck. They're like, oh, I guess the Patriots do suck. It's like, oh, okay. It's a bad game. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it, it's weird COVID times. Our facility was closed, I'm pretty sure, for a couple. I don't know if that was three weeks ago or yesterday. <laughs> it's, it's weird. I'm not freaking out about it. But I think it was kind of snoozy. I liked uh I liked afterwards somebody asked Cam like who's to blame for the loss and he was like I don't point fingers I point thumbs and I was no. like yeah I love that no, what a quote uh, look I'm I'm pro Cam but the, uh point which I have thumbs. gone back and forth on in years past but that I'm not that's you don't love that I'm not pro finger I don't point fingers I point thumbs yeah he, I take he also said we had no you also said we have no room to look through a telescope. Our focus should be with a microscope. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. These are like Instagram. This is like a, this is like he's a needle. These are needle points that hang up on his wall. I love that. Like I want one. This Put is, these on a pillow. No. Are you implying also that you can't point with your thumbs at someone else? Because you can. I mean, you could. You can hit like. It's this guy's fault. You can easily <laughs> point to the person next to you with your thumb. People do it quite often. I'm doing it now, though our listeners can't see me. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't, I don't point fingers. I point thumbs. It's the coach's fault. It's, it's absolutely. You should talk to Belichick because I think this guy over here who has two mm. thumbs and thinks it's Bill Belichick's fault. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Ravens, Eagles. Okay. Uh. The, uh, did we even say the score of the Broncos-Patriots game? No. Too late. Well, the, the Ravens beat the Eagles 30 to 28. That score is not indicative of that game at all. It was, I think, 17 nothing at halftime. The first three quarters was just a joke. It was so hard to watch. Everybody got hurt. It was like a mess. And then out of nowhere, they mounted this comeback, like came the whole way back to score the potential game-tying touchdown but couldn't convert the two-point conversion um, and ended up losing, which it's like I don't know how to feel. You and I were texting while these games were happening, like football is stupid. We hate football. Football is dead to me. And then both of our teams like actually had a chance to win it at the end. That is the – we've talked about this before. And it's like – yeah, it's like, okay, so now I guess I have to watch because like they they are showing signs of life – like with all of these people hurt, with Miles Sanders out, with Zach Ertz hurt, there was a guy who caught a touchdown named Kroom. I'm like, who are you? I have <laughs> never heard of you He's before. He's the coolest receiver on uh, of our millennia. I think he was oh. like a Bills tight end or something. I was like, I literally that? don't know. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see what you did Yeah. yeah. I didn't get it. He's the coolest receiver of our millennium. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, but I did. Um, I thought. Whatever. I thought. Uh, it's like very hard to know how to feel as an Eagles fan right now. Mm. Because you like. I think a lot of fans are going through that too. Where it's yeah. Like, 
I don't really understand my team's identity this year. Like the Browns, Browns fans must be very confused. Ooh. Yeah. It's like, we're, we're, not, we're not there yet. But. I know. Sorry. We, a voice will surely let us know when it's time. People uh, are like asking me about Wentz and if I want Hertz to start and blah, blah, blah. And I, I saw thought- somebody today say that, um, that Andy Dalton is the best quarterback in your, in your division. I mean, I don't know about that. And I was like, really? <laughs> so but it's, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's very back and forth. It's very confusing. Tori Smith said something that resonated with me. We don't have to spend a lot of time on it. But he was talking about Wentz because he played for the Eagles and for the Ravens. And he said, you don't see quarterbacks out there winning games on their own. Like, the teams that are successful have – either like a good quarterback with who's getting really good protection, who's making it work with guys who like can get it done. Or if their protection's not as good, they have these weapons, like these really powerful offensive weapons that can overcome the bad protection. And right now the entire Eagles line is hurt. And so are all their weapons. So you're getting crappy protection and you were throwing touchdowns to guys named Kroom. And you're like, Carson Wentz can't do it by himself. He looks totally different if everybody's healthy. So like, sound a lot like Giselle Bunchen. Circa. I hear that a lot, actually. (laughs) You do. You resemble her. That's right. um, Yeah. What you're saying for Mm -hmm. me to be clear, you are you are a perfect match for words. (laughs) You and Giselle. Fair enough. Can't throw the ball and also catch it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I don't know how to feel. I'm just. So what you're football. saying is Giselle, Ashley Brabant feels it can totally relate to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she listens. I'm sure she does. So she should, this might, she might be like, finally, because Giselle Bunchen has never related to another woman in her life. <laughs> <laughs> God bless her for it. Um, that's not saying she's a mean person. It's because she's so like, I have nothing in common with that. Don't explain your compliment, Katie. Uh, to Cardinals, no Chiefs, but Chiefs Bills. I gotta find my my edge there. Uh, twenty six. The Chiefs beat the Bills twenty six to seventeen. Okay, I have, I have a quick question on this. Okay, sure. I Steve and I had a conversation about like, I wonder if Le'Veon Bell is going to come in and kind of mess this up. I could see that happening. Just from a standpoint of like um, when people get veggie pizza, oh, in my head, I'm like when you eat pizza and then you put veggies on it and people are like, because they're healthy. My thinking is like, but if you just didn't put them on, it's actually healthier because it's less calories. You're adding more food to your food. So yeah. technically you're intaking more calories. It's yeah, similar to that is Le'Veon Bell's. Like he's good, but you don't really need him right yeah. now. And I don't know that you need to add that. It may end up just like he could bring vitamins that you yes. that you need, but like it, it may make you too full. Yes. You know, it's eating too much food. Yeah, your stomach might hurt afterwards. It less, you don't. It might be you might be getting more nutrients. Yeah, but nutrients you don't need that much calories. Yeah. Yeah. Eat the vegetables. Like, yeah, this- if you want Le'Veon Bell, then build your team around that or whatever. That's probably a bad metaphor. Of the, I'm getting too deep. But it's like putting veggies on your pizza. And this yeah. pizza already has enough toppings on it already. Yeah, we're, we have plenty. Like, this, we already have 
pepperoni and mushrooms. Yeah, you don't need those bell peppers. No, we. But yes, you're right. They do work with the flavor profile, I, but we don't like, need them. If he was like caramelized onions, though. Yeah, well, I wish you would have told me sooner because I wouldn't have put mushrooms on this thing. But we got mm. the mushrooms, and then yeah. now you want to add onions, and it's like I can't have three toppings. I only want to do a two-topping pizza. This isn't pizza by committee. That's right. <laughs> Cardinals, Cowboys. <laughs> the Cardinals beat the Cowboys. The, the cow. The Cardinals team beat the Cowboys team 36, 38 to ten. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Wowie. This uh, is the morning that you get. Uh, what happens in the morning. I saw <laughs> two stats. <laughs> two stats. One, Dallas. Defense has allowed 218 points in six games this season. Is that bad? It's not good. Is that bad? It's like there was a graph that was like the top five worst defenses in NFL history. And it's from like the 40s and the 50s. And then like this year's Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, this year's Dallas Cowboys are like for people who don't want to take the time to really understand DVOA and all that Mm -hmm. like complicated. Like, you know, you know what? You don't have to pull up a complicated stat. Look how bad they are. (laughs) Very not good. And yet at two and four. Still have sole possession of first place in the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> Kyler Murray completed nine passes. Wait, that's and it. And they won. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. They just ran the ball that much? Uh, the Cowboys just sucked that much. Yeah, they, they ran Every the pass was for 99 I mean, yards. They had, yeah, they, had one for, they had one for like 80 yards. Like, you don't, you only need one pass when you. Uh, oh, my God. That's so sad. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Zeke fumbled oh, it twice. Yeah. But didn't he recover? Didn't he t- tackle a guy who had caught an interception? <laughs> didn't he make up for it on the other no. side of the ball, barely? That doesn't make up for it. I know. I get it. Uh, was there? You said two stats. That was it. That was the. That only was game. it. Yeah. The yeah. NFC Titans. East. Titans. Titans. Texans. Please don't talk over the voices. We mistake. pay a lot of money for that guy. Uh, the Titans beat the Texans 42 to 36 in overtime. This is Katie. I didn't watch that game. Oh, That's really? Me that for the first time. Yikes. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was kind of sad. Like the Texans came back. They could have won. And it was the stupid NFL oh, overtime rules again. Oh, is it Romeo Cornell? Yes. Well, yeah. also, Romeo went for two to make it a nine point game instead of kicking an extra point, which would have made it an eight point game. So they didn't, they didn't get it. So then the Titans scored, oh, kicked no. the extra point, sent overtime. The Titans win the coin toss and Deshaun Watson just throws his hands up at the coin toss. He knows it's over. Cause oh. because you give the ball to Derek, you're like, you start on your own two. You give the ball to Derek Henry and all of a sudden you're in the opposing team's red zone. It's, it's an absolutely insane. I haven't watched the Titans yet this season. I don't think, um, and just watching Derrick Henry run the ball, it's just, it's physically, you're like, that shouldn't be possible. The size that you are, you shouldn't be able to run that fast and seem to pick up speed as you're it's, on your 80th yard. This is so bad for a known narrative about this podcast. This is so bad for me because this is like it, drinking and talking about how great drinking is in front of an alcoholic. The Titans... Have I, for years, I would pick games that involved them. I would be like, I'm feeling, I know for sure this week the (laughs) Titans are going to win. And then they would lose. And then I would be like, okay, all right. 
they are going <laughs> to lose this one this week and they would crush whoever they were playing. And I was like, okay, okay. This one is a pick. <laughs> this one's a pick. There's no spread. Like this is, or like this one's got a crazy spread. I'm going to take them and I'm gonna take them on the points. And this is all just like in leagues with friends and stuff. This is, but I do live in New Jersey. So thank you. I could be legally doing this if I wanted to. <laughs> Point is, they always, always made an idiot out of me. I was always like, I think it wasn't just that I didn't understand who they were. I thought I did. And I was so wrong. And very Mm. rarely am I like, I know who this team is. I feel very confident. So the Titans doing this right now to me, I'm like, oh God, am I going to do it again? Am I going to be like, I understand and and love the Titans or Titans good? I have trust issues with Titans, both of industry and of the NFL. (laughs) And this is really... I'm sure Derrick Henry is doing well and I'm happy for him. I'm going to continue living in a world where they are not in the NFL to me. They are undefeated still. I understand. <laughs> I, I am understanding that. But I can't do this again. Okay. You don't Just, have to. I will, and I will do my best if they make it far in a postseason situation to allow you to update the people on what's happening with the Titans. But John, I will remain. What's up? John can do it on his on the John cast. He can talk about the Titans. I think you're misunderstanding, to. Travis, that the John cast is just when John, <laughs> who doesn't have to do any extra work because he's done all the work he needs to by bringing that voice to the table, just reads a transcript of the podcast that happened on Tuesday. His, good is good, his voice is good enough that that will be worth listening to. <laughs> A repeat after having listened to our first podcast multiple times on multiple platforms. You'll want to listen to it again. Stop not understanding our ideas. We're just getting off the ground and you're already muddying up the waters. Okay. What next game? This would have worked if I was ready to yell then. It's Colts Bengals. <laughs> Thanks for hitting that drop. Uh, the Colts beat the Bengals 31 to 27. We're going to talk about the uh, Fox graphic, please. The Burroughs, the Borough Rivers one. I think Fox graphics in general, and maybe we've discussed this before. I've certainly tweeted about it. The department, the, fo- the graphics department in any sports network is a fascinating place that I don't think gets enough credit for all the stuff they do. And it does feel like every year, every network now is changing their like, this is what our scoreboard looks like. And you're like, okay, it was fine last year. I didn't <laughs> I don't need a sans serif font but okay everything's helvetica now um but they fox made fox's graphic package this year involves some sort of artist's rendition of the quarterbacks (laughs) who are all on steroids but they're doing it for every game but like it came up i think this week people were talking about the packers uh, rogers brady (laughs) i don't understand that call but it may just be as simple as like, I really thought it would be neat. If it doesn't work, we're going to change it next year. It's fine. Yeah. But in one of these graphics in the Colts-Bengals game, they were doing like a tale of the tape. And one of the categories, you know, it's like, you know, this age, this height, whatever. It was number of children. <laughs> and I understand that Phil Rivers has a lot. How many? Nine? Nine. And, but Joe Burrow has none. And Joe Burrow just got here. Um, which he could have kids, that's fine, but he doesn't. And so that feels like a bit where somebody pitches it and the response should have been, yeah, this would work if the other guy had one. 
Um, it feels weird to bring up because the other guy doesn't have any. I, I don't get it. Like- it's like if you had a weird. It's like if you did it with like before Drew Brees and somebody else, and you were like weird moles on face, and it's like, well, um, this feels personal. It feels like you just want to say Philip Rivers has nine kids. If you had a kid older than Joe, I think it'd be funny. Yes, if there's a reason to bring it up, people being fascinated by Philip Rivers' nine kids is only funny now if you find a way to, that it like, oh, of course you brought that up because it was asking for it. But this is just like. Nine kids. Like, okay. And <laughs> what is the, why is this here? Yeah, I couldn't what? figure it out. Or like, are they trying to say he's older? Or is I, he? It, no, they just, they always bring up his kids. It's a lot. It, it is a lot of children and it's higher, I would imagine, than the national average. I but like, so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I bring that average way down, as does Joe Burrow. Um, it's a 2.5. Super, it's 2.5. That's a weird, I understand that's how averages work. Feels weird. <laughs> like, it, it, yes, if you walk into the average American's home, there's just a torso. There's two kids and a torso. Uh, okay. Um, we're getting a little off the rails, and the rails are, it didn't make any sense. Was there anything else about that game that stood out to you? Yes. That's my big- I saw an interesting stat. So the Colts were down. They they obviously ended up winning. They were down 21 nothing in the second quarter. Um, in every week this season, at least one team has overcome a minimum 16-point deficit to win. I, and it feels that way. Yeah. I know you're a stat and you're like, really? I feel like every team has done it this season. The season is so weird it's tom so brady strange. is on the bucks like <laughs> everything about this season is like wh- what like the browns look really good when they're good and then baker mayfield got benched i mean these are all different games and we will wait until until our <laughs> benevolent god lets us know it's time to talk about them but it's a weird season yeah and if i were atlanta <laughs> i would be a little bit like uh everybody's doing it it's not well, just us that's a good segue to to what? Falcon. That's right. Thank you, sir or madam. Um, the Falcons beat the Vikings 40 to 23. Congrats. Big, First win. You did it. You did it. Who's there? Do they, is Dan Quinn still there? Just no, no, say, no, no. They fired Dan Quinn. Okay, I was, like, was going to say, who's their interim head coach? And I'm like, did they not fire him? And it is interim Falcons coach is Raheem Morris. Ah, yes. I knew that. 40 to 23. Good for you. It's a, it's a shame that you no longer are going to do sports. <laughs> Go out on a high note. Uh, Giants football team. Oof. Oh, that, did last week, did we do cities so that we didn't have to do that? <laughs> I enjoyed Giants it. Football team is, uh, even that as a sentence doesn't really make a ton of sense. Uh, though they did win. They beat the football team 20 to 19. Because Washington went for two and missed it. Like they could have kicked the field goal to tie, but they went for the win and they did not get it. Well, that's a thing. It's a uh, thing. Yeah. I was going to say it's a toxic masculinity thing, but it's probably an analytics thing. Uh, you don't play for the tie. You play for the win. That's why everybody was so disgusted with your team. Is that week one or week two? When, when you, we punted for a tie. Like, you know what? Let's tie this thing. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's wrap let's this settle. up. Let's just settle and head home. I got a nice, I'm working on a casserole. Hey, that season. tie could get us, could mean we win the division. It so. sure could. It sure could. 
That is that is football this year in a nutshell. That you know, tie could be the difference. <laughs> like a practical business outfit. The tie really makes the difference. Oh my god. Uh fun fact. Daniel Jones is the lead rusher on the Giants. I wouldn't call that a fun fact. It's a fact. It is a it fact. It's a fact. And it's a weird one. I don't think it's fun for anybody. Steelers Browns. That's right. The Steelers beat the Browns. Uh 38 to 7. The Browns benched Baker Mayfield and put in what's his face? You know, the guy that always gets put in when someone gets benched. Case uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I almost said Casey Kasem. I mean, you could. You, you might as well. Keep your feet on the ground. I keep reaching for the oh, I almost took. I almost took him in the voices draft. I think that's uh, why it was in my head. I, uh, I, I was like, that's a brilliant one. Whenever you're prepping for that podcast, you're like, that's going to be the pick that wins. And then you don't even pick it because you're like, you think that too many other times. Too many other times. Um, yeah, that we, d- we had a discussion during this game. Yes. I don't know if you have any stuff you want to talk about before I get to the no. importance. No. No. Okay. Um, so Chase Claypool, he's a real star on the mm-hmm. team. Um, I have been trying to put together this thought and figuring out how it all works because there's a lot of connected things for me in my brain, but I can't I have yet to figure out the joke. But I'll just explain it to you and then we can all just have it as our bit. Um it, Chase Claypool, I saw him and thought. Uh, what happened was Dan called him Les Claypool once when we were watching a game. Les Claypool is the lead singer and like only permanent band member, I think, of Primus, the band. They Then Dan said that, and then we were, I was thinking about Primus, and then I was thinking about Claypool. And Primus has a song called My Name is Mud. And Claypool, to me, is, a, is if you had to think of a synonym for Claypool, what would it be? Mud. <laughs> and so I think his nickname should be Mud. But apparently his nickname's Mapletron. Yeah, because he's from Canada. It should be Mud. <laughs> but the thing that is really bugging me and throwing me off is then I Googled, like, did Les Claypool write my name is Mud because his name is Mud? Mm. And nothing, there isn't, I didn't, it was, I didn't go deep. But I couldn't find anything on the internet that was like, yeah, it's a reference to that. It was like, no, it's a reference to the, something else and this other thing. And I'm like, it can't be. <laughs> I can't be the first person to go clay. A pool of clay is mud. <laughs> I, I'm, I wish it's one of those things you wish you Google it. And it's like, yes, duh. And you're like, no, <laughs> but maybe, right? Maybe you can really dive in on that. I'm going to dive time. into the pool of clay. Yeah. Anyway, I think think his nickname should be Mud. I'm sorry. And then he also has like a cool song that is like his song. You know? We will make a formal submission. But then, and so I wrote a tweet. I tried to start a tweet. And then I was like, I don't think I have the fully idea. I don't think I have it formed yet. Mm. And the internet hasn't even put together that Les Claypool's name is technically Mud. And he has a song called My Name is Mud. I think I can wait on this tweet till I find it. And then two seconds later, Mina tweeted something about his nickname. She's like, I don't like Mapletron. I think his nickname should be this. And I was like, no, it should be mud. (laughs) And then I kind of blew my own bit in a a reply to Mina's tweet. And I'm like, isn't that the way? You know, isn't that just how life goes? 
<laughs> she didn't even mean to do I'm like, how are you kind of stepping on a thing I just saved for later? <laughs> so anyway, I'm upset, but I think we should call this man mud and I think I should get credit. Okay. We'll we'll submit it to the authorities and we'll see what they say. Bears Panthers. I don't uh, the Bears beat game. the what's up? I don't have much on this. They beat the the Bears beat the Panthers 23 to 16. Lions Jags, Ashley. Oh. Um, the the, guy, the voiceover guy was just hoping maybe you had more on this and that he wanted to let you know that he moved on quickly from the last one because he knew that you wouldn't have much to say about it. Yeah, thank you. I the, Lions, the Lions beat the Jaguar 34 to 16. Can we talk about the dumbest thing you did <sighs> other than inhaling a match in an attempt to smell it? Um, I dropped Swifty from my fantasy team. I know Travis's reaction. Yeah, it's a physical comedy. Gallagher just threw his what? hands up in the air. What are you doing? I, okay, here's him. this is terrible. So my my it's tight end on a number of levels yes. because A he's good and B he's ours. I know, I know, I know. I had my tight end and my kicker on buys, and so I needed to pick up replacements. And so we'll they were immediately in italics on a kicker. I know, I know. Guys, you uh, you're now trying to rationalize by saying you had to drop Swifty because you needed a kicker. Your excuses um, are just not working for me. I, it was hor- I kept I Peterson. I kept Peter. Seen. I had Peterson and Swifty, and I kept Peterson and dropped Swifty. I also dropped Keelan Cole, who had like a hundred and forty. At one point, the fantasy Swifty. ticker was like leading wide receiver Cole, leading running back Swift, and I'm like ah. This is why I'm grateful I have yet to find the login information for my fantasy football I team. To you. I I bet you did. <laughs> We're at a point where my uh my work phone has said, Hey, the password for your uh ESPN email, you want to enter that in again? And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I I was hoping you wouldn't ask because I don't remember because we have to change our password every what, seven months? And I've just been changing a series of numbers in it. And I would write it down and put it on my desk, just the numbers, so that I would remember them. And I haven't been to work in like nine months. Mm. So I have no idea what random set of numbers I need. I tried a bunch of different permutations. I can't get into my ESPN. I now am not just not checking it. I can't check it. That's why you just, instead of change the numbers, just bump it up by one. I, and I did that, but I have changed my password at this company so many times. I was like, well, I've done all those now. Like I had to, I, it's a thing. Point is, I don't know where I am in the series that I was doing. I can't get into my ESPN email. No, the real point is Ashley the actual dropped point is, I, can't, I can't change my, I, to ergo, I can't log into, I can't find my login information. Ergo, I can't drop Swifty, which is a thing that only idiots do. Mm. Fact. Yeah. Not good. Did you win your matchup this week? I asked. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually like in what? first in the league. You don't deserve it. <laughs> I hope. I wish you lost. I'm five like, and one. Wins never feel good, and losses are. It's like you always win when you shouldn't. And I know. That's, it's well, the here's worst the problem. Way. My two running backs, my starters, are Delvin Cook and Miles Sanders, who are now both hurt, and I don't have Swifty to put in. I don't like have a running back. I have Adrian Peterson. Karma. Ugh, it's terrible. I know it's bad. I feel really, really, really bad do you? about it. I don't think you do. I don't I do. think even morally that you would consider dropping Swifty. That's like me being like, you know, I'm going to edit Austin out of the podcast this week. I think he just wasn't. Uh, you can bring it. <laughs> no, I'm, you know, I, could really, I really have to get in that part about 
I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have done it. I felt terrible. You owe him an apology, and you should tweet out. You should tweet an apology to him. I think. No, don't you dare tweet at him. He's focused, and the last thing he needs right now is your negativity and doubt in him. That's fair. Leave him alone. I'm gonna try to get him back, but I won't. Everyone, you're not going to. And you know what? He's moved on to better things. He's happier with somebody else. Yikes! Yikes! And yikes! Dolphins, Jets. Speaking of being happier with somebody else, uh, Mm -hmm. Jets fans. Who boy? Yeah. This is the first shutout of the season, though, which yeah. um, which is a little surprising because of the Jets. But um, they haven't won a game. Correct. But what they're they are number one in. If you're a Jets fan and you're like, what are we the best at? Butt stuff. <laughs> Jets uh, are unquestionably leaders in butt stuff in the league. I'm hard pressed to find another team who's even dabbled in any butt stuff. But uh, Marcus May uh, had a butt pick interception this game. And what do you write? What's I'm writing butt stuff for a potential uh, podcast title. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. But stuff. Uh, It was, I watched that clip. That's one of those ones where it's like, thank God slow motion was invented. Because without it, I had no idea how that happened. But in slow-mo, I was like, oh, dang. Which yeah. isn't a thing I often say when watching a replay of, of butt stuff, but it, I I understand it, and uh, it was pretty crazy. Did it matter? Sure didn't. I think they went. Uh, I think they. I don't think they. They didn't turn it into points. Let's just say that clearly. <laughs> Scoreboard. Tua played. Mm, that was cool. Yeah, he came in. Um, oh gosh, I think he played for like five five downs. Like mm-hmm. he hit it off. He threw two passes, completed them both, and then I think like had two more handoffs. But I don't know if you saw the picture after the game, he went back out on the field, like where the drive ended and just like sat down on like the 15 yard line and FaceTimed his parents, like all by himself in this huge field. It was really sweet. I may have cried a little bit. I I believe the 15 yard line is where he got hurt at in his last. Oh, that's why he did the 15. I believe so. Wow. Cause yeah, it's been almost a a year. I know it's been almost a year since he got hurt. Right. It was like, it was, Remember? Yeah. Yeah. And so, what was the news you said about him before so we started? Schefter tweeted out right when we started the pod that they have a bye week and then the next week two is going to be the starter. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's so exciting. And, and, and I can't wait for Ashley to, you know, drop him from her fantasy team. Now that we've connected with him. was my fantasy quarterback. So now I'm i I'm in real trouble. <laughs> now that we are, uh, connecting with him on an emotional level and we feel like we're rooting for him i can't wait for ashley to just cut him and uh throw him out to the wolves but i'll stand by you Tua. it's a business you know and and you're terrible at running it you make very bad business if this is a business you're bankrupt morally and financially bucks packers that's right the bucks beat the packers 38 to 10 this is the what the third time we've ever seen uh tom brady and aaron Rodgers face off as starters which is exciting i likened it uh during hq just so i can i i made a podcast reference i I said a thing i would say on this podcast on national television this week i got risky uh (laughs) because aaron Rodgers was like it's not me versus tom brady it's me versus the defense and tom brady versus our defense and while technically he's correct because we've only gotten to see this two times before and it's so rare it's going to be our focus much like when you've been in a relationship for a very long time and you shave your legs 
you don't you didn't want the your your significant other to be like oh wow you shaved your legs you're like yeah yeah, yeah but but also like let's focus on other stuff when they're like you look nice in that dress you shaved your legs it's like yeah but t- but it, let's talk about the whole outfit i put together a whole outfit and they're like but your legs are shaved that's crazy <laughs> is what i said on national tv so uh so that's Dan, sick. Kind of like not along. Like, yeah, no, I get that. I get yeah, no, Dan doesn't watch <laughs> HQ. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers made a reference to like a five-year-old bit. Oh, the Hingle McCringleberry pumps? Yeah, which yeah. I still, you know, I still appreciate. The that bit gets so much out. mileage in sports. We just keep bringing it up. Yeah, we do. It's very funny. Uh, I liked that he and Sue were still going at it. And Dominic and Sue and Aaron Rodgers. I'm glad that carried over from the old Lions days. The Bucks team is just this mishmash of like, yeah, that guy from that team that you know. It's like, oh, Sue's here. Yeah. Yeah. You watch the Bucks and you're like, oh, that person's there? Oh, yeah. okay. It's just like a like a regional all-star team. Um, uh, Brady threw a touchdown to Gronk or something I heard like that. Nah, we don't have to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> 49ers Rams. Uh, the 49ers beat the Rams 24-16. And uh, that means that no team in the NFC West has a losing record, which is unfair that some people <laughs> have to be in a division like that. Yeah. And, and earlier you said that the tie that you punted for yeah, may the make com- the difference in who the, wins your division. Combined record of NFC East teams is 5-18-1. Some, <laughs> some, some divisions have four football teams. Uh, yours claims to have one. And even then, it's a question mark. Uh, just to recap, who is still undefeated? Steelers, Titans, Seahawks. And who is still entirely defeated? The Jets. That's right. All right, that's football. That's everything. Every score that happened in football, except for the first one that I forgot. You're going to have to look that up. Sorry, can't go back. We only move forward. We're like a shark. If we were to stop, we die. <laughs> what was that? It's a little surprise back in the frame action. Like you have to maintain an air bubble in your throat. It's very hard. I'm probably doing it wrong. Uh, let's do a pup date. All right. We're going to have to go so fast we through this. Have to do a pup date. She, I have to put eggs in her food because she won't need it anymore. And she now it's eat. time. What? She won't eat eggs. Um, she oh, will she... eat eggs. She won't oh. eat her food. Huh. She's the worst. Um, the, the, uh, the, oh, yeah, that's right. The World Series. Um, oh, yeah. It's kind so of big. It's, it's Dodgers Rays, which means a lot. But as we're running out of time, what it means most importantly is our last picks for the mascot battle were not good. No. And I was looking in the dock and I see that Ashley was like, these are our picks and these ones are right and these ones are wrong. And next to one of them, which was that we had picked uh, Padres over Dodgers, it was wrong. And she wrote next to it with a dissent <laughs> because famously – Ashley thought that um, people who can jump out of the way of trains would win in a fight against dads, daddies, if you will. And I she won't. was right. And, uh, and Ashley was right. But I would argue that um, the pick of Yankees over Rays, which was also wrong, was also with dissent. And I noticed you didn't put that in the pod doc. I don't think it was ever a formalized dissent. Do, I, if I recall correctly, and Travis, back me up here. Ashley was like, all right, we don't have a lot of time and I'm not even going to entertain an argument. A human beats a fish. Let's move on. 
Yep, Katie did want to fight for it. And I feel like I might have even said, but Steve Irwin, and you were like, that was one time, and then we moved on. <laughs> and so like, I was ready to Google, like, the lethalness of a of the, and have, also, even if we were going with a ray of sunshine, white people against sunshine, I would yeah. say sunshine wins. Yeah. So I, I could have made a lot of arguments there. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't feel we were allowed to. So I just want to say that was also with dissent. Yeah. So we really didn't pick either the Dodgers or the Rays. Um, and that's your World Series. Yeah. Uh, we also happened. Don't worry. We didn't get the other stuff right. I mean, we got Braves over Marlins. I believe that was the same human over fish argument. But it's different. I wouldn't have argued. I would have been right on the other one. But we also did say that the <laughs> Athletics would beat the Astros. And I think we were fairly confident about that as well. Or like yes. Yeah star vague concept against sports players we were incorrect i can see that now because stars you can't major in athletics but you could major in astrology so i i get it now it clearly makes perfect sense yeah. sometimes like, numbers never lie sometimes you read them sometimes you misread the stat you know yeah yep uh, you put a go look it up in here. I saw this too. Uh, there was a Chinese professional baseball league that had like a home run robbery that fooled everybody uh, that the guy pretended he didn't catch it, fooled the base runner. The guy, the guy who hit it fooled the broadcasting crew the graphics department <laughs> a lot because even when you watch the video, I'm like, where's the moment where they realize and you have to be listening because they don't really show it again until they play the whole replay. It was very confusing, but the guy actually caught it the whole time. I don't feel like that's a good idea. I thought it was funny. I know. And I'm glad that it was all cleared up. But I feel like if you pretended you didn't have it, then you had it. It Just uh, introducing doubt in 2020 just doesn't feel like a thing you should do. Because somebody's going to go, he didn't catch it. He just had a baseball in his pocket, you know? And that's could be. That could be. If you play in the Chinese Professional Baseball League and you're listening right now, put a baseball in your pocket. Miss a home run. And then... um, Pretend you were just kidding and you had it the whole time because everybody's watching somebody run the bases. Mm, that's not great saying advice. you should do it, just saying you could do it. Now, uh, okay, so I think we should address because this just, I just got the breaking news thing about the European Premier League. I'm going to be honest, I'm confused, but the news is that Liverpool and Manchester United have now joined the talks about this European. Premier League, which would include some of Europe's biggest clubs. It's run by FIFA. It's backed by FIFA. I think what I saw is that it would replace Champions League. It's the confusing so. thing about soccer. And this you is me being, and replace are different. Yeah, because this is just me being totally honest, and I've always been honest about my soccer fandom. Like I'm, at, I'm, I'm still in the early stages, and what took a long time for me was understanding how there was like, well, there's the Premier League, but then some alternating within that same schedule, they're also going to play this like Caribou Cup, and then there's also uh, the Champions League, which is separate and based off the results of last season. For based on, for an American sports fan who's used to the way we do stuff, which I'm not saying is correct, this is just very foreign, and it took me a while. So I don't know if. And I'm going to read up on it. We will talk about it as this is obviously going to be a huge story. But uh, big teams are now in talks to join this new league, mm-hmm. which would be, they'd say, up to 18 teams. They would play the fixtures during the regular European season. Um, the There'd be like a knockout tournament for the top teams. And it would start in like 2022 is as early as they say that it could start. 
Um, right? What does usurp mean? Like take over for, like replace in like terms of like prestige. It's like Champions League overcome, would, like overthrows. You reach a point where you're like, how many concurrent seasons can run at the same time? concurrently <laughs> how many can be like you know what let's also play this tournament where you only you can only play without socks well i think i mean if liverpool joined this they wouldn't be in the champions league anymore they'd be in the european premier league so it's like if you get all the good teams to join this other thing then no one would care about the champions league they would only care and about again it. i don't understand it yet but on its face what you just said cha- the point of the champions league is that it's supposed to be the winners from all these other leagues so it's like if the teams, if some teams stop participating in it, then it's not the, it can't be a champions league anymore. Someone is listening to this, having read the story and is like, stop talking about it. You don't get it. So we're going to move on because <laughs> the story we need to talk about the much bigger story than European <laughs> premier league is that sports journalist, Bob Ryan does not know what a Twix is. And now you might be like, in what context? And I'm like, the main con, in a candy bar. He's never heard of a candy bar known as Twix. Which, studies have shown, is like, a, the it is a top five selling candy bar in this country. Is it really? It's amazing. Five. Yeah, I mean. And, but I, whether it's good or not, which I think it is, but whether it's good or not, it is the, like, selling-wise, number-wise, it's, I believe, as of whatever year that study was from, it's five. Wow. They, they, you know enough about them that you're annoyed by their dumb marketing scheme, which is like, who get, who cares about left and right Twix? Why are you doing this? And why are you still, why are you still going with this bit? Not knowing what a Twix is, is something I would have said is impossible. Impossible. I think, I don't know how, how global it is. So like maybe if you lived in another country, maybe, you know, because there is like, I, I no, he doesn't. I don't think for an American it's possible, but you know how like there's some Europe, like Mars bars and like other European candy that is yeah. incredible. Well, I would say it's less about him being from anything about a different country. He's from a different generation. Sure. Yes. And he brought this up in his counterpoint. I do hate that these all say right on them that these were tweeted from Hingham, Massachusetts. Stop making us look bad, Bob. <laughs> He tweeted, what the hell is Twix at 4.30 on October 17th? Then at 5.30, after clearly an hour of people going, what are you asking me? You don't mean the candy bar. He replied, sorry, folks, never in my life heard of Twix. And many of you probably never heard of the Clark bar. Anyway, everyone knows that if we were constitutionally restricted to one candy, it would be Reese's. You've lost me, Bob. Let's go back to the point. A Clark bar is a candy bar that I guess used to. Is that one that used to be popular? I'm thinking of it like score. Is it a. um, Oh, gosh, I remember those. Is it like a taffy related candy? Hmm. Let's find out. Clark bar. Consisting of crispy peanut butter, spun taffy core, originally with a caramel center and coated in milk chocolate. I really do think we've moved away from, like, our parents' generation loves all the, like, toffee yeah. stuff. Yeah, yep. And I don't think we do as much. Like, they're, my mom loves a, um, I genuinely can't think of the name. Like a Heath bar? Yes, a Heath bar. And I think Heath bars in our generation was like, oh, not a Heath yeah. bar. Like, yeah. I think our generation puts it maybe even below, depending on your feelings on coconut, a mounds or an almond joy. Like, 
I don't mm. think people are jacked up about getting a Heath bar. I could be wrong, but I never heard anybody enthusiastic about it. Yeah, I think Our, the closest is Butterfinger. They are toffee type thing is Butterfinger. We're yeah. into the, We love those because the problem with toffee is texture and Butterfinger solved it. It made it flaky. But the, it, it gets it stuck it, in your teeth yeah, so bad. It's, it's very bad. Um, I feel like there's also like a, a chew, like a little can, like a Tootsie Roll type candy that's toffee. Either way. Uh, but never hearing of Twix because, and your argument being, I've heard of this candy bar no one cares about anymore are two different things. Twix is happening right now. Mm. It's like, I bet you guys don't know who was president in 1968. And it's like, probably not off top, but uh, the fact that he's not president right now. If you don't know, that's weird. It's also not like Twix has shown some surge in the last five years. Twix has been around since, I think it was like 1967. And for us to ever trust Bob Ryan again, I need to know if he knows about Skittles. And as you said, (laughs) they have plenty plenty of commercials. So when he's watching these games, he should see Super Bowl commercials even. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I can't trust him right now. I can't, and and I understand that um, being a journalist is difficult, and I understand impartiality is important, but more important to me is, like, do you understand the world you live in? And if you don't know about Twix, he also just, he didn't relent. At 6.07 p.m., he tweeted, again, these all sound like replies to common things people must be saying. He's like, I do my share of grocery shopping and TV watching. First time I was aware of Twix was about two hours ago when I saw it referenced in a tweet. Always glad to learn. Oh Which my gosh. To me, I'm, I'm filling in holes here with my own editorializing. I imagine we're doing the what's the best Halloween candy debate right now. Mm. Like a, a content factory on the internet this time of year. And I bet he saw it mentioned. That's probably why he brought up Reese's. Because I bet he saw it mentioned and was like, why is Twix close up to this perfect candy Reese's peanut butter cups? I just don't understand how you can make any universal statements like Reese's are the best candy in the world. And even if you're right, if you don't know what Twix is, I can't trust that your opinion's based on fact. Yeah. Yeah. How does he not see that? It's like, yeah, you got the answer right, but in the broken clock being right twice a day thing. Like you just (laughs) happened to get that right. But you don't know. I mean, how can I think he's? I don't think he's ever seen a nutrageous. A nutrageous is is a is a less popular candy. Like a take five is getting no attention from Bob Ryan. I mean, take five is vastly underrated in terms of candies. Anyway, it does not get enough I, it attention. Never does, period. and it's because of the pretzel. I'm just gonna say it. I think we are hesitant to accept pretzels into candy bars, but it works. And I wish that mm. we would progress as a society to the point where it's like, it's is it delicious? Who cares? I think somebody could be, I mean, I guess you could argue that Snickers kind of is, but I feel like there's a nice spot in the market for someone to really crush like a turtle type um, candy bar. I don't feel like anybody's really doing that right now. Mm. I just think we're like, that exists already. But like, so does Twix and Bob Ryan's never even heard of it. So what are we doing? I'm, I just, I need to know what candies he's heard of. Well, ask him. I might. get him on the pot. We should, I mean, it's an interview and it's the only reason if I were him, I'd say no, is like your career is literally riding on this. 
<laughs> I, if you prove to me that you don't know what a Toblerone is. Like, what? What? What'd you say? A Toblerone? My goodness. Like no. the you triangle. Know what? You know what? You know what? You know what, Ashley? Here's the mm-hmm. thing. I, 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 I was a little bit too confident there. Toblerone is a little, you is much more niche than like a nutrageous. I believe it's from a different country. It's one of the ones we've like been like, yes, welcome. We welcome you. <laughs> you know what? That has toffee in it, but it's little tiny, tiny little shards of toffee, so right? Good. They're very good. It's the one that looks like a mountain, Travis. It, it's a shaped like a triangle and you break it off. It's kind of, it's like it's a like, stick. I'll, I'll, like a I'll Google ring. it when we're done. Okay. I'm going to let, I, you, sh- you know what? You should stay for the rest of the podcast. I was thinking about, <laughs> you head out, but it's, we you have can, to hear his bachelorette stuff. Yeah. And it, it'll be worth it, but who oh boy. Um, and we won't even address that Bob Ryan said that if, if you like Twix so much, you should buy a bunch to keep it in business. I, I oh gosh, that now is, that's, that's what I'm saying. Until that. now, now it's unforgivable. Now we could report about like how Twix is, it, and it's not based in any fact. If you're looking at the facts, Bob, Twix is doing just fine without you. I, I'm upset. I'm, I'm and, but I, upset I think now. it's time for, I think we should do. I think we should head on over to Ashley Brayband for your bachelorette update. Doodly do. Hi, I'm Ashley Brayband. Hi. Hi. I'm very put out (laughs) here with your bachelorette update. Okay. There's a lot to unpack and we don't have a lot of time, so we're going to have to fly through this. How many episodes is this? There's one only two. one so far. They're coming out on Tuesday nights now. Okay. So Which in the- when we record, when the pod comes out. Correct. Gosh. So we'll be able to do bachelorette updates on Wednesdays on a very fresh show. For a Thursday. For a Thursday pod. Got it. Got okay. it. Yep. Go we got this schedule down. Okay. So our bachelorette this year is Claire Crowley. We know there are rumors circulating. We've talked about them on the pod that also Tasha Adams is involved somehow in this season. However- the first episode was like a very run-of-the-mill first episode of a Bachelorette season. We spent a lot of time with Claire. We spent a lot of time covering the COVID um, impact and how they had to like quarantine and everything was pushed back. And I will say, quick sidebar, it did give me a little bit more like I came into this not really liking Claire as Ooh. the Bachelorette, and I thought she came across really well. Like the way that she discussed being very alone during the pandemic, um, kind of gave me a little insight into how you know people who don't have roommates or boyfriends or boyfriends or girlfriends or spouses nice. or families or whatever, like it, it's really emotionally tough. And like she talked a lot about how her mom has Alzheimer's and. Um, dementia and how like not being able to like hug her and like be her like oh, rock man. during this was really hard mm-hmm. um it it was very interesting Twix is, so I, I don't mind her exactly she exactly positive opinions of her now um i thought the one the funniest thing that probably happened in the episode is that before they like started filming chris harrison like came to her hotel room and knocked on the door and was like claire i have your results Oh God! Your COVID test is negative, and she's like, "Woohoo!" But they like delivered it like a game show. It was very bizarre, or like a Maury episode. It was the whole you thing. Yeah. Are the yes, mm. yes, the whole thing was weird. So they, all the people on this, had really jumped through hoops um, to be a part of it, and so they're not like in the regular mansion that they're in. They're like at a La Quinta in wherever California, literally. Not the like, like a a nice one. Not like a 
Oh, I was thinking not like, like the in and sweet. In. No, yeah. it's like okay. that's what it's called. I know that's confusing. I know, and you just brush. They're at a I motel. Just brush right past it. I'm trying to go very hard. Okay, sorry. Um, so we meet like the guys still come out of limos. We meet them all. Uh, but the huge takeaway is that at during the introductions, one guy steps out of the limo. And Claire just like I'm just picturing him in up. front of a vending machine now because he's <laughs> in that lucky It weirdly looks so much like the former mansion. It's like hard to wrap your head around that it's a different place. Wait, didn't so, it burn down anyway? I don't know. Okay, it doesn't matter. Sorry, keep it doesn't going. matter. So she gives him a hug and his name's Dale and they talk for like two seconds and he walks away and she's like visibly shaken and she's like, I think I just met my husband. What? Like, Wait, what? And so she's like, oh, that's right. That's right. Chris Harrison comes out and he's like, did you just say you think you met your husband? She's like, yeah, like all these other guys, like I was talking, it was great. Like I met Dale and like the rest of the world went dark and it was like just him. And I don't even remember what I said. She's like, I'm shaking. Oh my gosh. It was like this instant connection. I'm 39. I know what I want. I know what I'm looking for. And Chris Harrison is like, the premise of the show is it has to be that you don't know what you want. Yeah. That's kind of it. So Chris Harrison is like, there's another limo of guys that's about to pull up. So can we still see them come oh, out? We got we got a block of sweets at the La Quinta. That like, I gotta, we can't. We got to film for two months. You know, yeah, like we, we gotta we gotta get that content. Yeah. So the other, there are really only like two memorable, two other memorable candidates. One is a guy named Easy who was rocking like a coral pink suit that just had like an Sorry? awesome personality. His real name, I think, is like. Uzoma, but he's like everybody calls me Easy. Oh, I like Easy. Why? He was very charming. Um, and then a guy named Blake, which Katie, you'll appreciate this. There are two Blakes and both of their last names start with M. So it can't be Blake M. Oh my, we discussed this before. (laughs) So they say their whole last last names. Oh my God. Yeah. It's it's like, I still don't know who you are. That's like a weird, uh, either advantage or disadvantage that people now know. I mean, people find out their names anyway. Keep going. Sorry. So she sits down with one of the Blakes and is like, I just wanted to speak to you particularly because when all of this was going on, like I think she like really struggled during quarantine and she like went to a really dark place and he reached out to her. What's that like? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I know you are like breaking the rules by reaching out to me because you were like putting at risk like your chance to like be on this show. But I guess- Which is so dumb. I get it on both sides, but so stupid. So um, he reached out and she's like, I needed to let you know it made the world, meant the world to me. You're the only person who reached out to me. It meant so much. I guess she probably never responded because that's Mm. breaking the rules. Got it. Um, But it like is a good- it's a good helpful way for us to understand how this season is so different than other seasons because- Usually on a bachelor or bachelorette season, they go into a quarantine, air quotes, for a couple days immediately before they start filming where they have all of like the contestants, but they take away all their phones and computers. And that's when they like release the cast and they shoot a bunch of like promo stuff and like, and then they go into filming. So the the pandemic hit while they were doing that. So then they all went back to their own homes, but the cast had been released so she was able, Claire was able to yeah. go like Google people. Oh, there was a chance for them to like reach out on social media. And so the conspiracy theory is that Dale and Claire connected before the show. And that not she only before, said, not the very beginning, but in this time you were just during quarantine. Yeah. yeah. So like they, uh, 
people are guessing that they, because what we saw on camera was like not enough. And Travis, you can jump in. But why so, would she have told him yeah. that he's the only one who reached why? out? So people think they, she said that to Blake so that they wouldn't think she was actually talking to Dale. Yeah, which but is it's like, if you're already breaking the rules, then why say that Blake did it instead of lying about both? Why is Blake even allowed on the show if he broke the rules, first of because all? Because I don't know that they knew until she said that on air. So that would be getting him kicked off the show. What I'm not understanding is why she wouldn't out them both. Because I, she likes Dale. Like also, you would imagine being mean, able to like... That's a very nice thing Blake did. But imagine being Blake able to like see, go look at everybody's Instagram, go look at their tweets, get a sense of who they are as a person before blindly meeting them. So you mm-hmm. have an, like an opinion formed. yeah. yeah. Like, which is actually kind of helpful. It's so like what people normally do when they're met, dating. The theory is that she met Dale. They are already in love with each other. And, and they're faking we don't, And we don't know this yet. That wasn't the reveal of episode No, one. I don't know that, that it's going to be revealed. We like don't really, in the like, so there's also this drama stuff we don't have to talk about. It doesn't matter. Um, but it like US Weekly, Us Weekly has it's confirmed. Us. It's us. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said that. Uh, has confirmed that like, she leaves two weeks after filming because she found love already, which is where we think like Tasha Adams comes in. But like how we get there is all going to kind of unravel. And what's fascinating because it's the bachelorette is how the producers choose to play it. Exactly. It's always the, the, the reason that we watch it. And that, that thing you just said was reported by us news and world report. That's, that's right. That's what it was. So uh, I don't think it's worth us drafting people. Okay. So think, we wait and see what's up. Yeah. Which we kind of knew you said before, Yeah. but Travis now that was your bachelor update. Doodly do. No, no, that's what we're doing now. We're still mm. in it. Well, I thought this was separate. This was Travis's reaction. Oh, okay. Doodly do. Thank you so much. Um, that was Ashley Berry Band. And that was your bachelor update. Now, this is Travis. Travis, given everything we just said, you couldn't possibly understand that this is such a different, weird season than normal because this is only your second episode, right, that you've ever seen of the Bachelor franchise. Correct. Of all of, all of them. What was the first one you saw? Uh, Rachel Lindsay's first episode. And Why? Because I was producing her show and I had no idea who she was when I first met her. And so I like went back to watch the first episode after I met Brian, who she ended up marrying from the show. So I was like, oh, I want to see that first episode. But they did get married? I thought they were still engaged. Yeah. No, they're married. Oh, that's good. Um, and so you and so you watched the first episode and that's it to get a sense yeah. of... I just, yeah, I was just curious. And okay. And so this was your second ever episode. And what yep. I asked you before to see if there was enough to do a whole segment on this, which now we're almost out of time anyway. Uh, what, it, do you have any questions? Um, so there's Tyler come, com, uh, goes up to Yusuf. I think his name is and confronts Yusuf. him about Yusuf slide into some girls DMS back in West Virginia. And then mm-hmm. Claire pulls both of them aside to ask him about it. And he doesn't exactly answer the question, but says, I would never do something like that. He then gets one of the roses. He clearly was sliding in these girls' DMs back in West Virginia and being yeah. creepy. And yes. Yeah, what I, go, yeah, you watched the episode, Ashley. I can speak on a broad level, but you answer specific. They're, yeah, they're key. I, the way that she handled that confrontation was great. Katie, you know how it's always so much he said, she said. She was mm-hmm. like, hold on one second. I'm going to get the other guy, and you guys, we're going to talk about this all as a Why group. Why does this other guy care? Uh because it was he was sliding into dms during quarantine waiting to be on the show oh okay so like whatever uh they're keeping him around to be the villain trev 
Yeah, that's what uh, I was going to say. You're, what you're thinking is that the woman who is the bachelorette or the man who is the bachelor decides who get the roses, and that is where you're, where you're incorrect. They <laughs> may decide a couple of them, but especially in these early rounds, there's like, we get these three, and you can pick the rest of the room. Because there's got to be some sort of drama. Later, she has to be able to rule, especially if they already think at this point this girl's with somebody else, and they're trying to salvage a season. Because at some point, the bachelorette, Producers are going to have to decide if they, we know what they decide kind of, but they're going to have to decide if they try to fake it for a season or if they let this woman go be in love and get a different woman. So they're probably like, well, if we got to keep guys around, she doesn't really like, but that aren't bad enough that we can, and there has to be drama. And so that is why that happens. And did you guys watch Love is Blind on Netflix? No. Yes. All of it. So Claire, Claire gives me, I think that she's like Jessica almost. Jessica, is Jessica the Florida girl who leaves? No, she was the one that drank a lot of wine, and I think from Chicago. It's all of them. She was, she was old. She was like ten years older than Mark. Oh shit! I wasn't even thinking of Love, Love is Blind right now. I was thinking of the the circle. <laughs> no, the one where they go to the island and they aren't allowed to have sex with each other. Doesn't matter. Well, um, yeah, I got. That's I what just I googled Jessica. Why am I so bad at this? From <laughs> Love is Blind. She was the one who drank a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, getting Jessica vibes is bad. Yes. It's not a compliment. Vibes. No, it's not. Mm, okay. And you get that from Claire? Yeah. Not great for Claire. Yeah, Steve didn't really like Claire after the first episode either. I think it might be like a, a male-female thing. Also... I'll keep it short because we got to go. A lot of these guys dressed up in little weird things, and I've seen that on commercials stuff before. But one person was in a straight jacket, but he stayed in the straight jacket for the entire night. Oh, yeah. else get out. Well, that shows he's not afraid of commitment. He got a rose at least. Yeah, but I'd give him a rose. How, do you, how did he accept it? In his mouth? They didn't show. No, I think they, she like pins it on. She was uh, He did say he would though. accept it in his teeth, though. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. So yeah, personally. but the DVR what, is set for tonight. Do you? Yeah. So what did you do? You like it? Are you in? It's not. A, well, I, I watch, think those I are separate of, questions. Okay, those are separate of, questions. I watch a lot of reality shows, so I'm always up for some like just train wrecks and mm-hmm. chaos. So I'm all for this. I wouldn't be watching it if we weren't if I wasn't doing the podcast with you guys. Ah, so, but I, I have enough reality shows as it is. But the DVR is set for it. The uh, main character of this show is the producers. It's you're just watching the things that they do and the choices that they make. They've only really turned the ball over on decisions a couple times. I mean, ethically, it's constantly, but uh, for for <laughs> for like entertainment purposes, sometimes you're like that was the wrong call. But it's fascinating to watch. Um, all right, so we're going. We will have much longer. Uh, we should name it of like Travis's. Travis's what the fucks or something, what the Smurfs, uh, I don't know. We'll, after the update, we'll brand you know how it? they have like the show and then the like after yeah. the road, like yes. you have Travis's. Yes, it'll be the post show. Man, I can't wait to hear John read all of this the day, two days after <laughs> we do it. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's move on and head to our last voicemail. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Travis. I am, uh, this is Austin in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I'm sitting here on Football Sunday watching the pregame shows, and a commercial for Tac Pen, some new product, Tac Pen, came out. And Katie, I gotta know, are you gonna get the Tac Pen to go with your fashionable Tac glasses? 
All right. Thanks, guys. Love you, mean it. Bye. Austin from PA. Yeah. Oh, we know woop one woop. of them. Is he fast asleep right now because we're recording at such a weird time? Uh, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I don't know. Baby's nap. Baby's <laughs> nap. I don't know. He's not here. That was me saying, where's your kid? He's at daycare. Okay. Well, have a good day, Austin. We miss you. Tell him we said hi. Uh, uh, but uh, this Austin, oh, let me change my audio back. I was like, why do I sound so echoey? I got to produce when I do my Celine. Um, love you, mean it. First of all, tack pen sounds like when you drank a little bit and you're trying to talk about the Pac-10. <laughs> Very strange, but it's going to bother me if I don't say it. Second of all, I'm already in as I can lean over here and grab for you. No way. Yeah, you that's always, right. You always have to keep them within oh, reach. I thought you already had the tech pen. I was no, no. Gonna leave I, my mind. That, I mean, that would be awesome, but unfortunately, I don't. Yeah, these are my special ops polarized sunglasses. I found the box. Oh my HD God. vision. Okay, sure. Um, so obviously, I'm in on all tech things, even though it, I don't even know what tech doesn't tactical mean. You can feel it. No, it's tangible. What's tactical? Means it's related to tactics. That's everything is related to a tactic. Is it not? I think, I think tactical can mean touching. Like if you like go to like the Latin base of the word. Relating tactical. to uh, yeah. actions carefully planned to gain a specific military end. Well, I, and see, that's where are these tech classes? Because I don't have a specific military end. Do I have various military ends? Of course I do. I don't speak about them because that's my tactic, my plan. Um, but I, they aren't specific. They're much more vague and broad. Either way, the question is about the tech pen. Now, any guesses as to what? Isn't any pen a tech pen if you use it to write down your specific military ends? No, because what the tactical pen can do, a regular pen cannot do. And that is? And which is? Can it break glass? How can a pen... Okay, so but I found this is designed to like break your window if you're like underwater. A very specific situation in which I would argue you don't have a pen on you. If or, you're well, you, you keep it on you if it's in your, your car. Pen. If you it can open. It can, it's a bottle opener too. A pen is not something easy to find. Give me a tech keychain. I know where that is at all times, but a pen. All, I lose pens all the time. Okay, to better understand and answer this question a little quicker, I found a tack pen here. This one's on Amazon. It says, you know, sometimes Amazon, the name of the product is like a sentence, and you're like, there's too many words. You guys are going for SEO. But guess what? It worked, because here I am on your page. This tactical pen is for self-defense and LED tactical flashlight bottle opener window breaker. God, Travis, you do know. Hold on. I'm still in the <laughs> title of the thing. Multi-tool for everyday carry, parentheses, EDC survival gear for military police swat gift boxed plus extra ink so this is a That's pen a title yes this is a pen for every single person and also military police and swat that's good. I'm glad we specified while saying that it's for EDC, which I don't think I need to know for the future. So why did you parenthetical that that's what everyday carry means? There's a lot to unpack <laughs> here. Uh, this pen goes for $25.97 in my area, if anybody was curious. Uh, it is also available at a lower price from other sellers that may not offer prime shipping. That's useful <laughs> to know. I just don't want people to be like, well, I could afford $24.38, but $24.97 
Either way, it says it's these are the things about it that are good because they're in capital letters. Rugged and heavy-duty gadgets. Oh, it says the pen is mightier, which is like you guys don't watch. You've never seen the Sean Connery Celebrity Jeopardy or you wouldn't say the pen is mightier. Okay. Um, <laughs> feel safe with this self-defense tool in your pocket. I don't feel safe because it's yelling at me. Capital letters. Excellent performance as an everyday use pen. So that's good to know. If ev- if all else fails, it's a pen. It's a pretty good pen. It's a decent pen. Um, don't get trapped. Where? That's what it says. Don't get trapped. <laughs> Following on that, it says crash safe emergency tool. Glass breaker can be utilized to crack a window for escape. Perfect for military, police, emergency responders. You know, people who already have multiple tools probably to break glass and don't need to fish through their pockets for a pen. Hmm. But it's also perfect for EDC. Everyday carry. It's a a veteran-owned U.S. brand that you can trust. That's good. I'm not going to make fun of that. Um, This does... So it's aircraft... Okay. Durable and rugged. It's made from CNC, which they don't tell me what that is. They told me what EDC... You can freeze it. Why would you drive over a pen? Why would you freeze it? It's proven its durability. You can freeze it and then pull it out and the flashlight still works. Listen, Nick Bolton... Trevor, please let me finish the description. CNC machined aircraft grade aluminum for superior strength to a plastic pen? Yes, of course that would be superior. This cool pen, well, that's editorializing. This cool pen multi-tool has been used by military pilots, not while flying, I hope. Navy SEALs, once they're not serving anymore, to write out their, to do their taxes. First responders to letters. Because it's a pen. And other challenging professions. That's just a a blanket statement. And has stood up well to the rigors of daily use. These people don't understand. If you tell me that it works really well on a battlefield, you don't have to be like, and also, it doesn't break when you use it. It, Of course not. It's being used at war. If you've had issues with, this is, I'm reading copy. I am. If you've had issues with pens breaking in your pocket or bag and ruining your gear, this is the perfect solution to your problem. I can get behind that as the reason to buy a pen. I, you don't have to also tell me that I can use it to escape my car if I'm drowning. It's, it just tell me that like, hey, do pens break a lot? We made this one out of metal. But no, this pen... F- like this pen needs you to know smurfs but yeah well people aren't gonna know what i mean it doesn't matter i think there is a subgroup of people that are like very worried about that stuff and have like emergency kits and stuff in their car i think it's worth having the conversation about whether or not that's healthy for why are we making everybody so afraid that they think their pen has to help them break a window? How many situations do you need to break a window for your safety? And in those few situations, if you could name them, how often are you readily able to locate a pen? I think the keychain's a good idea. Maybe you maybe put the pen on your keychain. Blown away. This feels like stolen valor. This feels like some, but oh, it's by a veteran, so it can't be. It just feels like a, a person that has a pen. The earned but misused valor. This is misplaced valor. Valor. 
<laughs> it just feels like it's pens for people who were like, yeah, I love the military, which is awesome, but it doesn't have to, don't mark, I'm so confused, I'm going to buy it. Is what yeah. is to answer your question. This is what led to us buying these glasses. We don't buy products like this of a certain uh, price. You're not going crazy for this kind of a purchase. You buy it because you're like, those claims are ridiculous. I have to see them in person. <laughs> uh, the tack glasses, I've gotten a lot more use out of them than I thought I would, mainly because they're hilarious looking. They don't do any of the i don't know what hd vision is oh and i do i you dickhead <laughs> i should give you these tack glasses and we'll see if you can like use your eyes like homelander and just burn Ooh. holes through stuff nice um okay so that i got i've gotten worked up about twix and pens and that's what you've come to expect from this podcast i hope and you now get to have it two times a week starting next week as was always the plan but that's it for this week's edition solo edition of sports shout out to indeed miller cores and to quip i am deeply sorry uh shout out to season two of the espn investigates podcast which is now available uh, the Running Man tells the story of an obscure former Olympian and alleged serial sexual predator. Uh, neat. Um, and it <laughs> talks about, I wasn't ready for this. Oh, 14 months. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not, we're laughing in an inopportune. It's just that I thought this was going to be for Mina. And I brought the wrong energy. Let me start again. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to leave all of this in. You have, we have to start now i'm crying <laughs> the podcast is about how a 14 month ESPN investigation brought him out of the shadows um ashley you have to stop because this gets worse and you can't be right okay um i'm so sorry them laughing is making me laugh okay the running man tells the story of an obscure former olympian and alleged serial sexual predator and how a 14-month espn investigation brought him out of the shadows more than 50 men were physically abused and mentally manipulated by their quote-unquote coach for over 40 years until they banded together decades later to find justice subscribe it subscribe and listen now to espn investigates wherever you get your podcasts uh, to be clear we're laughing at how <laughs> I'm so glad we're done right now. Um, hey, also, in addition to those advertisers, a big thanks to you guys for listening uh, now. And then uh, again, later on a different streaming platform, two times, but don't just cut off. When I say that's it for this week, you should stop there. Oh, my God. Um, just say goodbye. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, we have to read a review. Is the review bad? Is it safe? Um, if you, you could always leave us a nice review. Listen to this podcast. We read them. We love them. Like this one from Nicole six four eight. 
random parentheses that probably isn't right uh six seven nine five it was in her name okay so open it's an open parentheses nicole six four eight open parentheses six seven nine five her username should just be not a typo uh that says the seinfeld of podcasts a show about nothing and everything and a little bit of sports oh my god but and, and then she uses a a, <laughs> a question mark it's a slash but mostly about nothing in the absolute best way possible i'm happy this pod is in the world me too i and lastly the last thing we'll ever say is don't forget that you can always <laughs> Oh my god! At uh, at eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. Say goodbye, Ashley. <laughs> Travis. Goodbye. Bye. Love you. Mean it.